0: This is the big F and deal, Carl Fredericks, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the after party, our all-pro wrestling killer whale after party. Me and Cindy G from NoDQ.com are still going. I'm Corey Smith in the Diamond Studio, like I said, joined via Skype by Cindy G from NoDQ.com. How are you today?
1: Hey, I'm doing pretty well. How about you?
0: I'm good. I'm uh you know, I'm a little a little tired, but I can't complain because I think, like I said, you were saying before the show, you didn't get home until like three fifty last night. So I can't really complain. <laughs> don't um, yeah, don't worry about <laughs> Um, yeah, i yeah, I got we got home late because of last night. All pro wrestling, killer whale. Um at the um the Bayshore Boys and Girls Club. What do you think of, um, you know, I mean, it was just, it was a great show uh, full of a bunch of indie action. Um, the, you know, had matches. Jake Atlas was there, Jungle Boy, Marcus Lewis, the Reno Scum, whole lot of names. But before we get into that, Cindy, just how are you doing this morning?
1: Well, still tired, but I'm hanging on there, you know. Yeah. The good thing is I don't have work today, so Yay, more day of rest as well. And overall, regarding with the show, I had a great time, especially the fact that the first um, APW show of 2019 is been outstandingly good. And yeah, i uh. said in every indie show, they're putting up one hell of a show. All the men and women working their butts off to just showing what they got and like making. All of us entertain and have fun. That's all it that matters.
0: And it was pretty packed last night too. Oh yeah. You know, especially when they do it at the Boys and Girls Club, because there's a bunch of kids there, because it's a, it's a fundraiser for the Boys and Girls Club. So, I mean, like, okay. what do you expect? There's a, there's children there, which is fine because they're totally into the sh- to the show. And uh, you know, as little kids, they're just they're they're getting they're all getting worked into a shoot. It's it's great. It's the funniest little thing ever. Because I'm just like, oh, you kids are so adorable. You guys are just. Oh, you guys are getting worked into a shoot. How cute. (laughs) But anyways, like I said, this is the all pro wrestling killer whale after party. We're going to go through the card last night's killer whale event. uh, But if you want to if you want to hear any of our other shows from City Wrestling Radio, you could find us. ...at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. If you want to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio, with events happening in the Bay Area, um, just random things we want to say, or just general buffoonery, follow us on social media at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, because we want to know what indie shows you go to. I don't care where you're from. You can be from um, you know, somewhere in England. India, hell, even Massachusetts, it's freezing over there. But you still made it out to see some indie wrestling. I want to know what shows you saw and what was your favorite match of those nights. Because a lot of these indie wrestlers, you know, around the world, they don't get the recognition that they deserve. And you know, not all of them are gonna make it to the big time, and we're not gonna see them all on WWE. So it's good to give them some spotlight somewhere. You know? Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, Cindy G. Like I said, you're from you're from NoDQ.com, as all of our fans, all of our fans at City Wrestling Radio know. But where can where can everyone find and follow you on social media?
1: Well, you guys can follow me at nodeq.com forward slash Cindy. That's going to take you directly to my Twitter page. You can also find me at simply underscore c underscore okay on Instagram and on my personal YouTube channel and also my second YouTube channel where myself my brothers brian and tyler we do hype videos for like different independent wrestling company in canada and sometime somewhere around which is tyson poppy production and we just released our hype video for alpha one wrestling presents super slam sunday that's going to be taking place tomorrow as of sunday february 3rd in hamilton ontario and a lot of great cards. Especially we have is one of the recent all elite wrestling signees, MJF.
0: MJ well but, rest- the the replacement for Marty Skrull, correct? Marty Skrull's replacement as best friend to yep. Cody Rhodes.
1: And I'm not happy about that.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? I think I think a lot of people aren't happy about it. I don't even think Brandy's very happy about it. But, you know, they're mm-hmm. suffering through it. Marty was a nice guy. I don't think, you know, he's a lone soldier. You know, I feel they're just setting something up for when Marty eventually does come into all elite wrestling because he will. I mean, he will. He's not, you know, going to be like, you know, screw you guys. I'm taking villain enterprises to fucking NXT. That's just kind of a, they're, they're all great wrestlers in that group, but it seems just kind of slapped together. PCO um, Brody King and um, Marty scroll in my opinion, at least.
1: well as yeah as my buddy the owner of nodq.com aaron whiff said never say never
0: i will never say never that's a that's a bieber song correct kidding
1: pretty much yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um that's old bieber
0: man that's like that's like that's like baby bieber now bieber's all uh now he's all dangerous and like he's like trying to like Smoke weed on the beach. I don't know what he does with his spare time.
1: Okay, (laughs) he does crazy,
0: crazy Hollywood stuff. But we're not here to talk about Justin Bieber's life. We're here to talk about all pro wrestling. Hashtag Killer Whale. Um, I like I said, this the show was a great show from start to finish, and uh, packed crowd. Fans were into it. Um, Everyone there was in a good mood. There was a lot. I think there was some there was some um, some worries I think people had going into the show that turned out to be you oh know, yeah that nothing it was like nothing you know um yeah people were you know i think we were talking about it yesterday on our show on the b show um, because you reported to us about how um taya valkyrie and john morrison or johnny more mundo whatever he's going by um he was uh, they were both stuck in lax coming to san francisco uh, on a flight delay <clears throat> and so we were worried if they were even going to make it Um, There was also speculation of, you know, people like Jacob Fatu going to MLW. Was it exclusive? Was it not? Um, Jungle Boy, was he going to drop the title? Is Jacob Fatu going to drop his title? But all in all, we didn't have to worry about anything. Because it it was a good show from start to finish. Let's get into the first match, shall we? Yeah. So the first match was a three-way dance, which we started and ended with. It was like a three-way dance sandwich last night was, if you look at it. Oh, yeah. So the first match was Jake Atlas versus Jungle Boy versus Marcus Lewis for the APW. uh, Was it, is it the junior heavyweight title or the light heavyweight title? The juniors? It's a junior heavyweight.
1: heavyweight.
0: Okay. Um, Match started off with a series of roll-ups back and forth. Pretty good lucha action, I feel like, to start the match. Uh, super kick to Jake Atlas by Jungle Boy. Atlas does hit a massive moonsault to the outside of the ring into um, Marcus Lewis and Jungle Boy, pretty much falling into directly where, where we were at. Oh, yeah. And uh, I thought it was great because, you know, like, <laughs> they're trying to hold on. I felt bad because I like, moved out of the way out of one of them. And I'm like, <laughs> they're probably trying to hold my leg so they didn't hit their head on the damn ground. And I'm like, sorry. But... Uh, four fifty. Uh, the Jungle Boy hits a kind of an over under double DDT to both Atlas and Lewis. Did you see that part? Yes. Um, Atlas, I think, was in a traditional DDT by Jungle Boy. Then in comes Marcus Lewis, and he hits a kind of a reverse DDT. Hits it both on them at the same time. Four fifty splash to Atlas by Marcus Lewis. Atlas does, or to um, I'm sorry, to Jungle Boy. Atlas does break up the count. Uh, assisted. Um, Marcus Lewis by what? What did I write? Down? Oh sorry, assisted Insiguri to Marcus by Atlas and Jungle Boy. Uh double summer or Somersault DDT. Atlas is DDT to end that match was so nice. Like he comes off the nope. top rope and he like it's like a gymnastics type maneuver where he holds himself on the rope for a moment, completely standing up in the air and then comes down for a DDT to Marcus Lewis. And then that's when Jungle Boy was it just me, or did Jungle Boy come off a little heelish last night?
1: Um, well, Jungle Boy seems to be very determined to trying to retain his title, to say at least. But all in all, it was a really great match. But Jake Atlas is the one that started to become a heel because remember what happened at the end of the match? Yeah. Afterwards,
0: but, but that's the thing is that I felt like. Jake Atlas was completely justified in that. You know, he comes out, he hit his DDT maneuver to Marcus Lewis. That title was pretty much his for the taking. That's when uh, Jungle Boy comes in the ring, throws him out, hits uh, and then just hits a super kick or hits a super kick to Atlas, throws uh, throws him out and then pins Marcus Lewis. So he kind of pretty much just picked up the victory after, you know, Atlas did the dirty work. That's why I felt Jungle Boy was coming off like a heel personally. But I can see why people thought Atlas was at the end, because he was getting frustrated with the exactly.
1: situation.
0: So we'll see what happens. They're probably going to build up to a huge fight at the next show. Oh yeah. Um, and
1: like I said, like I stated, you know, like I'm glad in the prediction, I choose jungle boy. Cause you know, he's going to retain a title. And because of the next show that we're going to have. So Cal and Spencer in that show that, you know, it's probably going to be the time that jungle boy is probably going to drop the title. Who y- knows who's, Yes,
0: SoCal Uncensored scheduled to be there, and then all last night, every time they announce a show, they say who Who knows who else is going to show up that night?
1: Oh yeah, it's pretty.
0: It's pretty for certain that somebody either the Bucks or Cody's going to show up in the next show. Like like who knows? You're absolutely right. It it could be like Tony Khan. He could just be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And people be like, "Oh, that's kind of (laughs) cool." You know what I mean? but if yeah. Cody didn't the Bucks walk out people are going to lose their shit. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but who do you who do you want to see? I want to see that. you know what? If, if if on Tuesday if they sign Kenny Omega, like if Ken if they get Kenny Omega to All Pro Wrestling for a night. whoo, whoo. I was That's gonna be big. At the Pachili the world famous Pachili Event Center. Get your mm-hmm. tickets now guys. Um eventbrite yep. eventbrite.com search All Pro Wrestling APW yep. uncensored. Our second match of the night was the was the hidden future, right? That's what their, their tag team is yeah. called, Matt Carlos and the Futra, Dave Dutra versus the Reno scum. Dude, the Reno scum are just so good. Oh yeah, I cannot. Especially, What's up?
1: Especially Adam Thorstone, like make his in ring return after his brief injuries a couple months ago.
0: That's right. Yeah, he comes back in the ring. Uh, Scum goes right after Futra, but they fight back. There's assisted knee strike to Adam by Dave. uh, Double face buster to Luster. uh, Pop-up drop kick to Adam by Matt Carlos. Adam then is stomping on the ankle and wrist of Matt Carlos. My favorite spot of the match, though, was the kind of poetry in motion double stomp to Matt Carlos by Adam Thorstow.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: my God, dude. And they do it so quickly and so crisp. Like, Luster... Gets down, kind of like, like you know, kind of like the poetry in motion, where Matt Hardy gets down and Jeff Hardy leaps off of him. But when he leaps off him, he does a double stomp to Matt Carlos, which was fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, Carlos does go for a tornado DDT, uh, but but can't really land it, um, and then applies a double arm DDT to finish the maneuver, um, a super blockbuster to lust to luster the legend by Carlos, and then the Reno scum eventually do hit their finisher. The, what do they call it? The okay killer. Yep. To, uh, Matt car to the hidden future. And they get the pin on Matt Carlos. So still your all pro wrestling tag team champions. The Reno effing scum.
1: Yeah. And as you
0: pointed out last night, there was the, the lack of uh doc atrocity there.
1: Yeah. He wasn't there at the show. Maybe we'll see him at the next show. I hope Maybe. so. Yeah, I mean, like I stated in the predictions video, we're possibly going to be seeing Reno Scum versus A.C.U. for the six-man tag team title match. Not six-man tag team yeah. title. Well, well, six-man tag team match. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 a six
0: a six-man tag match. I got you.
1: Yeah, but overall, another amazing match. You can see that Hidden Future is coming up as a very heelish um, tag team, especially Dave Dutra. You he, know? he was
0: seeming – okay, so when he came out last night, something about him seemed very heelish. He wasn't like his usual like peppy-go-lucky he, uh, Dave Dutra, the future self, you know? Yeah. Like he came out – he he looked a little like he had a little stubble on his face. And I'm not trying to rip – I'm not making fun of the guy. Like if he legit forgot to shave, then he – screw it. But like I felt if, – if, if it's work to his character, that's great because he was like chewing gum – kind of not shaved he was still posing but it's a little bit of arrogance i felt coming off of him which is good if he's yeah. turning heel
1: yeah yeah do you see the end of the hidden future because honestly i feel like it's probably going to bound to happen like
0: if they lose their next match um due to quote unquote due to matt carlos because i think that's what they're going for here i think yeah. it's one of those things where you know, oh, we're we're losing because of you and da-da-da, so I'm going to turn on you. Kind of like a Shawn Michaels, Marty Janetti, or even people were talking about the Ascension could have been doing that for a while, but then WWE just forgot about the Ascension.
1: Yeah, and besides, <laughs> like, years ago, you know that, like, Pink when Matt Carlos was part of Pink Mink Inc., and so was Dave Dutra, and then, you know, the whole Pink Mink Inc., they turned on Dutra, of course. Yeah. And that's when, like, you know, was a face and Matt was a heel, you know, at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah so, exactly.
1: Like, I was going to see like the whole reversal that's going to play it out, but you never know what's going to happen next.
0: Okay. So that's, that's what set up, um, I guess what originally set up Dutra and Rick Luxury, correct? Yep. Okay. Now it all makes sense. It all comes back together. It all comes around. Uh, so I said, um, Reno scum, still your all pro wrestling tag team champions. Next up we have J.R. Kratos versus D rogue D rogue making his debut at all Pro. He had a few debuts last night.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he looked pretty good. Uh, he's from, I think he's from East Bay pro wrestling. He wrestles, I think in Sacramento sometimes. Um, I think you were saying he might've wrestled at that Virgil Flynn, the third memorial show that we went to in Sacramento. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, Rogue gets some offense in to start the match, but not a whole lot to start the match because Kratos soon takes control, um, hits a tossing suplex to D-Rogue. Kratos misses an elbow off the bottom rope. D-Rogue does hit a massive cannonball to Kratos. Kratos reverses a power slam into a DDT. Knee strike to D-Rogue. The pin and the win for JR. Kratos. After the match, general manager or board of, Ex- I don't know, Mike Miller, he's kind of like the authority figure at all pro wrestling the on-screen quote-unquote authority figure he comes out and he says he has a plan for jr kratos and he can't lose kratos so he has a plan he doesn't want to tell us the plan but he has a plan so mm-hmm. yeah and we find that out later in the night for the main event next up levi Shaparo versus stiker Gungase- gungaseki what do you think of this match
1: Uh pretty much a really fun match not happy about what happened at the ending so yeah besides i was too busy kind of like ripping brian zane off because of you know how much he lost in last season wrestling trivia challenge and he lost during the semi-final for the wrestling trivia challenge tournament so i had to give a reminder even though he just said he doesn't care about the wrestling trivia challenge just care about the match so i was like well whatever yeah, i was gonna say
0: he, he he's yeah. got he's got more important things to worry about right now he's he has that internet that 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 fake that fake belt i'm kidding that's what i call it just a <laughs> belt it's not a title it's a belt i'm kidding well, the belt that's
1: zane yes yeah. i can well, it's title okay that's gotta belong to the rest.
0: i would have lost that uh i would have lost at wrestling trivia challenge tale some of those questions can be really hard i heard like yeah. it's not like uh it's not like one of those like out of the box WWE trivia games. It's not like, you know, you know who who went from number one to you know in the Royal Rumble. It's it's probably stuff like on Saturday Night's main event in 1994, who faced Haku. You know, like wait ah uh, fuck yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Brian's also he's also like one of the nicest guys. He's a, you know if you if you don't follow Brian Zane, follow Brian Zane uh, Wrestling with Regret on YouTube. Um, I believe he has a Facebook, but he's a YouTube channel uh, predominantly. And yeah, that's,
1: he has a Facebook.
0: And that's where I think uh, I predominantly started to follow Brian Zane with Wrestling with Gret, his, you know, his, I guess, wrestling theory videos and wrestling um, reviews and all that. It's great stuff. Funny stuff.
1: Yeah, and, Oh, yeah. And he did collaborate with NoDQ.com as well, just for the Wrestling Trivia Challenge
0: exactly yeah he, he he's always willing to work with people i think you know i want to get i want to get him on my show one of these days uh yeah. like i said levi shapiro versus stiker uh, uh lockups uh lock ups back and forth arm lock uh counters uh and strikes back and forth between the two Hard uh, hard chop to levi shapiro super kick to levi stiker then goes for a finisher when brian zane gets on the the apron of the ring to distract the ref behind the ref's back uh, because you know stiker was distracted we have the claw, the vicious claw by Levi Shapiro applied yep. to Stiker. Uh, the fight goes to the outside of the ring, and the refs counting. And I swear, Levi broke up the count when he got into because you know he got into the ring to try to break up the count, but the ref still called for the count, and it was a double DQ. Was that the way it was supposed to go, or or what? Because it didn't seem like it seemed like a little bit of a, a flop for a second, like. Maybe he didn't see him get back in the ring. I don't know. I didn't. I don't think I know what happened here.
1: Did I you... don't know because like, like I don't know. It just resulted into a double count-out because both of competitors having gone back into the ring. So that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. But overall, yeah, honestly, and not to rib both of these very incredible talent, got the guys, but I don't like how it ended. You know.
0: I don't think anyone ever likes a double count out, but yeah. if, if it leads to something better, I'm okay with it. If it leads to uh because last night, you know, um, Brian Zane was saying, Oh, we're not putting this wrestling with a ret championship belt, the championship title on the line tonight. You know, you know, Stiker hasn't earned his championship shot, you know, so we're not putting it on the line. That's, that's it. And it, to, exactly. to end in a double count out, it seems like why not have put the title on the line, but if it leads to a championship match, where possibly that title can change hands, you know, I mean, I'm I'm all for it at that point. If it if it leads to a better, a bigger, yeah. and better things, I'm all for it.
1: Unless one of the you know the wrestling podcaster would have like a wrestling representation, just like with going in RAW, they have Grizzly Cal Jack as their representation for the podcast. So yeah, Stiker. If you, if you if
0: you need rep, Stiker. If you need representation, I'm here for you, man. You know, we've always been here for you at City Wrestling Radio. I'm here for you. I'll be in your corner. I'll even, I I won't get involved in the matches unless you want me to. Then I will. But I got your back, Yeah, so the next match of the night, Will Hobbs versus Sam Adonis. And like I said, I don't know what was going on here. But I, for some reason, knew full Spanish and was just cursing nonstop in Espanol. Uh, to Sam Adonis because you know he is he has that it's that Trump supporter gimmick he has it comes out when he comes out with it the Trump um, airbrushed on the tights it just oh boy it rubs me the wrong way but it's a gimmick nobody should ever take it the the wrong way Um, like I said I'm, I'm not one of those people that if I automatically see a Trump supporter if I see Trump paraphernalia i'm like i hate that guy yeah but i try not to hate the people because you know that's what divides the country and eh.
1: exactly everybody has opinions and all that stuff but
0: that's but that's yeah. why he's the ultimate heel right now because you know every it's the, the trump thing is so polarizing you know it, everyone either hates him or or loves him there's no like in the middle with him so it's like
1: oh
0: yeah, yeah. uh so yeah, just, I- what's up
1: yeah, and I also wanted to give a shout out to our buddy Brian, who actually started the chant in Spanish, where we all cussed along to Sam.
0: Oh, what the culero, culero! Well,
1: are we supposed to be saying it on the radio?
0: I don't care. We can find it, it. We already have the explicit content on the thing. Uh, no, but it's it's yeah, it's great because you know as we all know, Sam Adonis does have the Trump supporter gimmick, and uh, he's been wrestling in CMLL a whole lot lately. Oh yeah. So I mean it's it's not unlike in Lucha Libre Action for there to be chance of like culero or like puto, you know, things like that. Yeah. So it's not uncommon. Um I it's 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 just funny I think because I think it's funny here because when people chant like culero at like a lucha show, it like people are just like into it. And then I think I'm like, there's kids around. You're just cursing in front of the kids. Whatever. It's a wrestling show. But then you could chant like asshole. You know, people could be like bull. There was a point where uh, people were chanting bullshit, and one of the in-ring performers, I'm not going to mention who, um, it wasn't even a wrestler, looked like kind of like looked out of the side of his eye and shook his head like, come on, there's like kids around, you know. And it's yeah. just weird to be like okay with cursing. It's man, you know, just if you know, just be okay with cursing or not okay with cursing. That's all I have to say.
1: Uh, But to start
0: this match, Adonis is kind of running away from Will Hobbs, hiding behind the ref. Uh, That's when Will just physically moves the ref out of the way. But Adonis strikes from behind with a super, I think it was a super kick. I don't remember. But he he struck from behind. Shoulder tackle to Sam Adonis, followed by a clothesline to knock him out of the ring. Corner splash to Adonis. And then Hobbs goes for a second corner splash. But Adonis moves out of the way and hits a side slam to Will Hobbs grounded headlock to Will Hobbs and then Adonis locks uh Hobbs in an abdominal stretch and starts chanting for himself. I mean if anyone's going to chant for him it might as well be himself. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anyone else? You know what I'm saying? Like RuPaul says. Amen. <laughs> um Adonis then uses the second rope as leverage. Also he was like I said he was chanting for himself and he says this is awesome slapping the side of the ribs of uh Will Hobbs. It's kind yeah, of funny. I
1: think we did custom Spanish too.
0: Uh, Adonis using the second rope as leverage when he hits another grounded headlock, and then eventually a power slam to Adonis. But I think Hobbs was poked in the eye or something when he goes for yep. a pin. Okay, because I didn't see it from my vantage point. Uh, then we hit a sidewalk slam to Adonis, followed by a blockbuster to Will Hobbs, and then eventually the finish of the match had Will Hobbs hit a frog splash. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, that was surprising. He's a big and he hit it from far away too. Like, I think Adonis was a little bit more than halfway across the ring, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. Hobbs is a big, like, a big, big guy. Like, for him to jump that far, I'm like, dude, you gotta be doing some sort of, like, agility training or something. I'm like, I need to get on that workout plan right there. Oh, yeah. So, good match overall. If Adonis would have walked out the champion, I would have been pissed, but uh, what can I say? Like I said, gimmick. there's the gimmick, and then there's the person under the gimmick, so... We'll see what happens at the next show with uh with the internet championship. Next up, oh, yeah. we, we have the eight man tag match of the night. We have uh, the Bad Boys Dominic is it Dominic Texera,
1: Texera, yeah,
0: Texera, Dom- Derek Slade, Rick Luxury, and Boy LeGrade with Lu- the light Lucian Delight. Oh God! In their corner uh, versus uh man uh just like the. The band of brothers, I call them. the ugly team Ugly Dojo. This is the team of Titus uh, Jimenez and Bronson Bishop, um uh, D fresh uh, Fre- DJ Fresh, I'm sorry, friend of a uh, friend of one of our, sh- our buddies on the show, Noah Watts. and uh, Johnny Dynamo. Johnny Dynamo, I felt bad for him when he came out. Like the, the something I think the switch or someone, messed up and the whole entrance and lights and everything for the entrance all went out. When, Cause he does the thing where he th- sings careless whispers of the heart and he comes out oh, and it yeah. just completely cuts out the fans, boo the match starts and then it pops back on and he gets a huge pop. I felt like they should have just kept it going for a second and had him get a mic and just walk around the ring and just be stupid with it. You know, Cause why not at that point? Because the fans would have kept going at that point. Uh, but mm-hmm. d- this is uh this is a, uh, this is D-Dre Fresh's uh um, debut match at All Pro Wrestling. Yep. So I mean that's that's pretty cool man. I um I like to see I like to see more of him because he was pretty over. He was pretty over here like and he got a huge pop when he came out, especially from the kids too. They were oh, all of totally. but but uh, Deidre and uh, Boyce start or Boyce Lagrade start the match. Hurricane LeGrade, Lagrade, uh, followed by a series of body splashes, and then a corkscrew standing elbow strike to Boyce by Deidre. Uh a, sc- a scoop slam to, um, what, what was this? What was um, Ugly Dojo guy's name? I'm trying to think. Let's see. I got to pull it up again, because I a lot of these guys I didn't know. I think Bronson Bishop. There we go. Side sl- or scoop slam to Bronson Bishop. And then uh, bad boys using total heel tactics, attacking when the the ref's back is turned. We have a pop up power bomb by um, Texera to which to the was it? God, I'm messing up over here to Titus. And then we had a blockbuster power bomb combo to the Ugly Dojo. Uh, but slate by Derek Slade and Dominic Texera. Eventually we have a code breaker clothesline combo to DJ Fresh, and Boyce LeGrade gets the pin and the win. And the bad boys stand tall here. Oh yeah. So it's it's we'll see what happens. I feel like they they could be setting out for some surprises to take them out at the next show. And I think that's where that's I think that's where if any members of um you know all elite wrestling show up, that's right there. That's where they're going to show up, in my opinion. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Next up, we have yeah. um, Call Jack versus the debuting to All Pro Wrestling, Aaron Solo.
1: Yeah, which you call Call Jack Bear Man.
0: Well, you know what? <laughs> I was talking to him after the show, and he says, hey, are you, are you, are, do you watch Going In Raw? And I was like, yeah, sometimes. Why? And I remember he was on the show. That's where I got it from was um, Steve here on the show. He kept calling him Bear Man, and it just popped in my head. So I subconsciously was saying it all night but that,
1: shout out to
0: Stephen Lawson. Stephen Larson. Yeah, they're they're, yep. they're they're probably the my my uh, the ones that actually really got me into reviews after you know, I kept constantly watching them every day. Uh, but Aaron's uh, solo, he comes out. He performs out of Austin, Texas, but was born in San Francisco, California. Yes. He comes out and during his he cuts a promo uh saying you know i'm from austin now i can no longer claim san francisco or claim the bay it stinks here you know um he tells he looks at call jack he says hey i remember you from nxt you're that guy that, did, that didn't have any um any airtime whereas i actually had televised matches
1: Ooh. I was like oh
0: damn all right well, got it, got to go so they're both coming out of nxt and I, that's probably where he met where aaron solo is that where he met bailey
1: I put pretty I I would so. assume so, yeah. I, uh, and besides, I bet Aaron Stalo didn't watch um Breaking Grounds or Proven Grounds on the WWE Network because you can see that's where Kyle Jack on Well, you guys already know what happened. So yeah.
0: yeah. Um yeah, so during the promo, uh Aaron just cut, cuts off the promo and attacks Jack. Uh roll up super clicked super kick to Aaron, double karate chop, um while Aaron's is it Aaron Solo or Stylo? Solo. So, okay. Uh, Aaron then goes for an around-the-world DDT, but Call Jack reverses into a massive suplex. And then that's when Aaron says, you got to knock him down. Knock the big man down and goes after Call Jack's knees. Uh, Double grounded stomp to Call Jack. Tilt the world, power slam to Solo. Uh, Aaron then goes for a suicide dive, but is stopped for some reason by referee Alex Goldstein. Uh, I okay, so it was this is all cool. Yeah. So let's um, okay, let's just go through what happened. So he goes for a suicide dive, stopped by Alex Goldstein. He said, No, you can't do it. Call Jack walks to the other side of the ring. Aaron then hits the suicide dive to Call Jack on the other side of the ring, which then Alex Goldstein, the referee, the most hated referee in all pro wrestling, not hated, but you know, kayfabe hated, um, he hits a suicide dive to Aaron Solo. Yeah,
1: that was surprising
0: why though like I just didn't get like why what was going on like what prompted him to stop him from doing a suicide dive it was a fun spot but it made it didn't make that much sense to me it was fun I loved it I mean I was popping for it but is like is is Goldstein gonna be a wrestler now
1: I don't know If if he's
0: training more that's awesome good for him um but it this is the first time I've seen him bust out a move I mean Maybe he is a wrestler and we just never know.
1: Ma- Who knows? Maybe how- he's pulling
0: um what do you call it? Um the hidden future. Remember because Dave Dutro is a ref for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh Who
1: knows? Yeah. No, uh, that's when- I guess what's up? I guess I guess Alex Goldstein is not gonna be the most hated referee that we all boo for. So now that when he comes out we're probably gonna cheer for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um Man, I'm sorry Jimmy, Mac. <laughs> that makes sorry, Jimmy Mac. That makes Jimmy Mac the mini Mac, the worst, uh, the yeah. worst referee at all pro wrestling by default. I'm sorry, Jimmy Mac. I I didn't make the rules. It's just math, you know. I we just did the math, and that's that's how it goes. Sorry, buddy. Kind
1: of like in the um, last independent wrestling company before APW. So yeah.
0: You know who they need to get as a referee involved with? Um, uh, with all pro wrestling is Wiggles.
1: Oh, yep.
0: Get Wiggles involved because everyone, you know, he, he just looks like a kid and like, he's, he's pretty good at, you know, at his job. So he's from hood slam. So mm-hmm. next yeah. up we have uh Taya Valkyrie versus Nicole Savoy. So this match uh, started off a little slow. I felt like, um, and I feel like it was due to, you know, um, you know, Taya and, uh, Johnny Mundo getting there late, later in the night, I don't think Savoy and Taya had a whole lot of time to work out their match, um, but it was still good for what it was um, slower um, back and forth to start the match. Kicks and clothesline Nicole Savoy. Uh, then Savoy focusing on the arm of Taya Valkyrie, hitting an arm bar oh, yeah. to Taya and then kind of working the fingers, kind of Pete Dunn style. I was kind of hoping she would go for that finger break spot, but that's just me wishing. Uh, eventually hits, hits judo strikes to Taya Valkyrie, Taya, um completely moves out of the way though of a crossbody. um it, w- it was just i felt bad for nicole because she hits the mat hard at that point oh yeah Uh knee strikes the taya valkyrie armbar locked in again to taya Transitioned into like a double armbar but taya gets the rope and then we have a spear to savoy then we have man welcome to suplex city because both these girls have like have taken a trip there. German suplex to Taya, German suplex to Savoy, German suplex to Taya, German to Savoy, back and forth. And then we have a hit, a hard headbutt to Taya Valkyrie, followed by a side slam and a double stomp and a Canadian destroyer by Nicole Savoy.
1: Yeah, like, Jay, we haven't seen that like ever from Nicole.
0: Yeah. Uh, then Taya locks in her, what's this submission called? Oh, first she hits in the surfboard stomp and then she locks in her new submission that she i think revealed at bound for glory you said
1: i believe so but i'm not sure which name of it i mean they haven't even given the name of the submission hold yet
0: okay and then uh
1: yeah. i don't watch impact wrestling as much as i used two no, years ago <laughs> yeah
0: uh, and then taya hits her fin what's her finisher called again i'm
1: Row to Von Halla
0: She hits her finisher on Nicole Savoy, and she gets the pin and the win. And this is after, um, you know, Nicole does apparently have two wins over Taya. At least that's what she was saying to begin with. I know she at least has one because she beat her for the Pro Wrestling Revolution Women's Championship back at um, King of Indies back in 2018. So,
1: yep.
0: it's interesting to see what happens. I think there needs to be more women's wrestling at All Pro Wrestling. Um, you know, they at least defend that pro wrestling revolution women's title, or maybe all pro wrestling needs their own women's title soon,
1: Hmm. you know, you know what to expect.
0: Yeah. Um, and then we go to our final match of the night. This is the main event of the night originally scheduled to be, uh, Jacob Fatu versus, uh, John Morrison. But to begin the match, we have, uh, like I said, Mike Miller, he comes out, he, um, the GM or, you know, board of directors guy, he comes out and he inserts J.R. Kratos into the match. Oh, yeah. What do you think the reasoning was for this?
1: Um, no idea. I mean, Mike Miller did state it, like, after the whole um, the whole J.R. Kratos versus z rogue match that he has a plan for Kratos. He just wanted to give him a second chance to see at least ever since what happened at the last show, which is Halloween Hell 22. Yeah, yeah. So we'll just... So JR did give him like one more chance to see what are his plans are, and the plan is it's definitely the main event of it, at, at least. It,
0: it was a good match, but um, what I think... Mm-hmm. What I personally think happened is that because, like I said, and this is just because of the travel situation, you know? John Morrison, he... Because of no fault of it, of anyone else, you know, of anybody, but the airline, he was late to the show a few hours. Um, I
1: blame the weather.
0: Yeah, the weather the airline, the weather, whatever, but not, not his fault. And, uh, I think to have a fluid match, they had to have somebody inserted into the match. So you could have Kratos and Fatu kind of work the match out before, uh, John Morrison gets there. And then once he gets there, they kind of fill him in with the rest. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I felt going into it. I was like, okay, okay this is probably what's going to happen. Um, I thought Kratos was going to win that title once he was inserted, and I think a lot of people did. But yeah, um, thank God. Uh, Fatu focuses on Jr. Kratos. So that's when Kratos goes to the outside and lets Mundo and Fatu go at it one on one. But they, uh, but every time they kind of kept get going, Kratos would trip them or you know just kind of insert himself without fully getting involved in the match. Um, mm-hmm. That's when the two go outside and go after Jr. Kratos. And man, we're having a party. We're having a super kick party because there's multiple super kicks to Jr. Kratos by both Fatu and John Morrison. And then we have a stereo super kick in the ring to Jr. Kratos. Both men trade their own uh, adaptation of the people's elbow. You know, they kind of do the running back and forth. Uh, Mundo yeah. does off the ropes, and it, it, it's it's great. Yeah. Uh, then Our the What's up?
1: Parkour style.
0: Yeah, exactly. Parkour, parkour. Uh, the two go one-on-one. Eventually, Mundo try to uh, fly, but Kratos gets him down. Uh, Pop-up, elbow strike to Fatu, wall on the outside. Scoop slam to Fatu by Jr. Kratos. Springboard Seguri to Jacob Fatu. And then we have the doomsday device to Johnny Mundo by J.R. Uh-huh. Kratos and Jacob Fatu. Uh, then we have a roll-up. Or a roll throw to Mundo by JR. And then another Canadian Destroyer by Fought 2 to uh, Mundo. Which I thought Mm -hmm. was crazy. Oh, yeah. Side slam to Mundo. Power lift slam to Mundo by JR Kratos. um, Pop-up. Samoan drop to JR Kratos. Mundo then goes for the pin. Hurricane Ronda to Mundo by JR Kratos. Then um, Mike Miller gets involved. Gives Kratos a chair. But Sparky was like, no, you can't have chairs in this. No, sorry. Sorry, bro. Even though it's no DQ, no chairs. I'm sparky. I'm holding it down. Mike Miller then, uh, he walks away. And then, but behind the ref's back, John Morrison hits a nutshot to Kratos and, uh, oh. hits Starship Pain. But then, uh, two throws him out of the ring, hits his finisher to Kratos for the pin and the win. What do you think of the main event?
1: It was a pretty solid main event after all. I mean, I thought we we're going to see, um, yeah, Fatu losing the title and we're all expecting, like you said, we thought we're all going to see J.R. Kratos as a new champ and he's going to be the most hated wrestler in APW ever, like, last last year to say at least. But it was a really amazing match. I mean, to be fair, I feel that, you know, John Morrison was actually, like, working together with Jacob Fatou just to, you know, take down J.R. Kratos. But then, of course, I feel like both of them, they did face off against one another instead of like J.R. Kratos. He's just right there. He wanted to get the cheap win, to say at least. But yeah, and I'm happy that Fatu did retain the title. Like, thank goodness, because I really don't want to see Kratos to have a title win, especially for a very prestigious title. You know? I mean,
0: exactly. And um, yeah. yeah like I said, we were all worried That um, Jacob Fatu going to MLW would be an exclusive contract, but it doesn't look like that from here on out. It seems like, you know, he's worked the deals out to to where he can work both APW or at least indie signings and MLW. So good on him. He's got a good contract. Uh, But after this match, Mike Miller gets in the ring and uh, gets knocked out by Jared Kratos. He gets punched in the face. So is this a face turn for Kratos or what?
1: I have no idea, honestly. JR. Kratos, he's just one mysterious wrestler that we never know with a expression on his face.
0: Yeah, because remember, he used to tag. He was a face for a moment when he was tagging with God. What was that guy's name? He was um, the guy who came out with the money. He's from San Francisco. Oh. Um, mm. I don't know. I forgot his name. Sorry, he hasn't been wrestling in all pro wrestling for a while now so yeah
1: let's not talk about him you know so right yeah right, right, right. name
0: shall i just can't remember his oh, name oh. anyways uh
1: um,
0: anyways uh let's uh yeah that was a good show from start to finish um i loved it i can't wait for the next show like i said all pro wrestling presents apw uncensored this is going to happen at the Pachili event center in Daly city california at least we're getting back i love the Pachili event center i mean i like Me the boys too. and girls club too but something about the event center it's like where I saw my first APW show, um, so it's just like, man, you know, I just, I like it there, you know. Yeah, so it's good. Um, let's see when do we know when this is happening yet? I think it's at the end of uh, the end. It's of gonna
1: March. be on March 30th, which is gonna be on a Saturday.
0: Nice, nice. Um, mm-hmm. well, that's good. Um, I can Yeah, it's on a Saturday. That's usually different. Usually APW does Friday shows. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. I think, I think that, that about does it for us. Let's get out of here, Cindy. For me, for, uh, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for me, Corey Smith. I'm Corey Smith. And, Don't, yeah?
1: And, and I'm Cindy G with NoDQ.com.
0: Don't forget to like, share, subscribe at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also, Cindy, where else can they like, share, and subscribe?
1: Well, make sure to follow me at NoDQ.com forward slash Cindy. That's going to take you directly to my Twitter page. Simply underscore C underscore OK on Twitter, I mean, on Instagram and on my first YouTube channel and second YouTube channel at Tyson Poppy Production. And do not forget to make sure to follow NoDQ.com for all the latest news in WWE and other wrestling related news as well. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and our and the YouTube channel as well.
0: Nice. All right. Let's get out of here, Cindy. I got to go to the gym. I got to eat something. I'm hungry. So.
1: And I'm going back to sleep.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. I hopefully have you have a great weekend. Me and uh, Jose Osguera and Noah we will see you on Tuesday with the Raw Review, where we talk about something we really love, or we're just like, oh, my God, they're still doing this on Monday Night Raw. How can they still be doing this? We'll see you later, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye.
1: Cheers, y'all. I don't